Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. It's Friday. Odyssey fans, is raining here in Indiana. Where did that beautiful weather go? The weatherman told me it was not going to be like this today. And here it is. And our forecast for the next few days has all of a sudden changed. But we will persevere. And today on this rainy day, I thought a good topic might be something I've seen a lot of lately. Straw men or the straw man argument. Something I try to avoid myself because it's easy to fall into and do and something that people try to use on me quite a bit. And I'm sure you too. I think the the straw man, it's always been there. It's always been a, a way that people both willingly and unwillingly fall into to try to get their point across. But I think especially now, as consequence of sort of our electronic impersonal communication and people just typing out missives and sending them off and you're not face to face and you're not communicating, that, that it's easier and in a lot of ways more attractive than ever to create a straw man argument because, you know, you send off that message or you send off that text or you type that tweet makes you feel powerful. I just broke you down. You know, what is that straw man? Well, it's, a, it's that argument where I, I'll create sort of a caricature of what your position is or maybe just lie about what your position is and then I'll tear that down and then I'll act like this false narrative, this false argument that I attacked was attacking the original one. And it happens a lot and it's easy to do. You often see it when in an argument people attack somebody's character you're a bad person. You're ungodly. You're not good. And then they take that straw man because they, they try to filter your argument through that. You know, a reason not to believe you is because you're this way. You know, there's many ways that, that, that it's done. You know, where do you see it done the most? When people are living in an echo chamber and see, it's easy to be in an echo chamber today. We're pretty isolated and alone. We're pretty segmented. Whether it's your family whether it's a small group of friends, but maybe it's where you work, maybe it's your church. Man, it's, it, it's really easy to be in an echo chamber, you know, to live in a bubble where all your ideas are confirmed. And when that happens, straw men will start popping up everywhere. You know, one of the worst things about straw man arguments, reasonable people will just quit arguing with you. You know, if, if you can't have a discussion or an argument based on reality, people quit talking. And then you know what happens? It creates more straw men and it gets worse. And I think you can kind of see that today. Sometimes it seems like whether it's the news or online or politics, it's like you get all these people and they're not really talking to each other. You know, this side's kind of talking about one thing and this side's kind of talking about another thing and this side's kind of talking about this thing and no one is really getting down to the truth of the matter. And so I want to suggest to you is rather than worry about the other person's straw man argument, what can you do to make sure you're not doing it, that you're not contributing to the problem? 
What can you do to maybe help somebody point out when they're doing it? You know, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt and think a lot of times this is just because people, they're not good at getting their point across. They are living in a bubble. Again, you see this a lot with religion. You see it a lot in, in, in families. You know, you got a really close group and, and, and you just do nothing but confirm each other and you got confirmation bias. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's really easy to fall into these bad sorts of arguments and where you caricature people and you label people and then you use that to be right. I mean, it's really easy to do. And sometimes if you can make someone aware of it, they'll pop out of it. And then if they don't, you know what you do? You quit arguing with them. <laughs> you walk away. But I found a great article online that I wanted to share with you today on what you can do to avoid being the kind of person that builds straw men to argue with, that turns that other person into something that isn't true so you can win an argument. Now, it was written for college students writing papers on how to write strong arguments, strong positions, how to discuss topics. But I think it applies to all of us in almost any situation. And whether you're reading a paper or you're listening to somebody. So here's some things you can do to make sure that you've got a good, clear argument where you have not created straw men. You have not created caricatures of people. You have truly listened to them. You're not in an echo chamber where you just got a bunch of people that believe what you believe or want to believe what you believe and you're just, you know, confirming each other. So number one, read your source closely or listen to your source closely. And when you've read it once, reread it. So you have a full understanding of what the author is saying. Like, read it. Don't jump ahead. Don't jump to conclusions. We do this a lot, don't we? When we're at, talking to loved ones sometimes. I see this in relationships with my wife. Sometimes I got to avoid. I'm so busy, and she starts talking, and I just want to jump to the end of my mind. Or I just want to come to the conclusion. Or I just want to assume what her motivation is. And I'm not really listening to her. And I need to listen closer. And if you got to ask someone to repeat it, ask them to repeat it. If you got to read it more than once, read it more than once. Two, keep close track of your own sources and cite them clearly. This will ensure you're always engaging closely with the person you're arguing against. Now, the one thing I look at it is there's so much information going across. Sometimes I'll be in an argument and I'll start citing things and I realize, did I really cite the correct thing? You know, today's world, especially as the importance of it grows, you know, if it's work, of it's a real struggle you're having, keep track of your sources. You know, one good thing about technology, there is no reason to have all your sources at your fingertips. One thing I love doing, especially for these podcasts or when I'm giving talks and I'm talking about new data that I found, man, I always put those links in the notes on my phone and my computer. I always refer to them. You know, I might have talked about something a million times and I'll still refer back to those sources. Why do I do that? Why do I keep my sources close to me? Because over time, man, you change that little bit of truth just a little bit every time. Man, after about a hundred times, if you just changed it a little and not even knowing you do it, you can end up with something that's not like the first thing that you cited. So keep track of your sources, cite them, or look at the facts. Okay, number three, and this is a hard one, be charitable when interpreting your opponent's arguments. Are you sure they mean what you think they mean? What else could they be saying? Now, that doesn't mean you might not be right. They might be out to get you. But you can't assume that right away. They might be uncharitable, but they might be charitable. Never assume it, ever. And, and where this is especially hard is where initially, maybe it was very clear they were not being charitable to you. 
but that can change. And don't just assume because somebody starts an argument with you and maybe they're being driven by emotion or bad information or other people. Don't just assume that as you move on, they're going to continue to be that way. Always be willing to listen. Always be willing to be charitable. Four, look for the sources that defend the position you're arguing against. If they make good points, acknowledge and engage with these ideas in your work. So don't be afraid of in things that contradict what you believe. I think this has been a big one throughout COVID. I mean, most of the people I've ended up listening to in this whole COVID thing are people that will cite both sides of an argument. Man, I read something and it's only citing a report that agrees with them. I pretty much stop reading because there hasn't been one position or one point of view through all this. Well, you, you, you can take that with almost anything. One thing I always like to do to somebody is, what's your source? What did you cite? And if they have it, I'll read it. I don't automatically discount it. Now, this is also a good way to tell if somebody has created a straw man argument against you. If they can't really cite a source, if they can't accurately cite a source, if you know they're making something up, that basically tells you they got a straw man argument. It's good ammunition to use against them. And then finally, Remember, you're trying to find the truth. If you need to distort someone's ideas to beat them in an argument, you're missing the point. It's not about winning. Making people better, finding the truth, being in relationship with others, even those you might not like. Man, if you make it about winning, you're going to end up falling victim to this. It's why politics is so corrupt. It's why most politicians become liars. Because it's so much about winning and getting the vote and being popular. Man, you'll, you'll start painting your opponent in a certain way. I mean, have you ever noticed? And it doesn't matter what side you're on. Everything's like a caricature. You know, and you're this way and you're that way. And, 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 and because in some ways, media has reflected politics and politics has reflected media. And we're all more isolated and we get our information there. We start acting the same way. That's honestly a good way to start an argument sometime. Can we both agree we're looking for the truth? Can we both agree that, that if looking at the data, looking at the sources, that, 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 that we come to a conclusion that's different than the one we have now, that we're willing, we're willing at least to consider that? We might not change our mind, but are we willing to consider that? So to avoid being the type of person that creates a caricature of the argument or the person you're arguing with, which leads to very bad things, by the way, much, much worse things. You start making caricatures of people, you start, in a sense, telling lies about them. That leads to a lot worse things than just not being a good arguer. And then to make sure that you're not doing it yourself, what are some things you can remember? Go through it again real quick. Listen, read to your sources closely, listen to the other person more than once if you need to, repeat back to them what they said. Make sure that, that you, you are dealing with the facts in front of you. You're not creating them yourself. You're not putting words in somebody's mouth. Two, keep close track of your own sources and cite them clearly. Write them down. Don't just do it from memory. Don't just go, I read this study and here's what it said. If you can't remember it exactly, you better have it written down. And the only way to know that you remember it exactly is to have it written down. Be charitable when interpreting your opponent's arguments, even when everything's telling you not to. Give them the benefit of the doubt until you can't. Until, until you can't. Look for sources that defend the position you're arguing against. Ask them for their data. Look for things that reinforce what they're saying. Look for their logic. Compare it to yours. 
if it's there, it'll help you do a better job of either defending yourself or maybe going, you know what, you might be right about some of that. Or it'll tell you if that person is just basing their argument on a straw man and they don't have any data. And then lastly, remember, the best discussions, the best arguments is when the two people can agree. We're looking for the truth. We're looking for the truth. And sometimes that's hard. But in our world, man, we need more of that. And what I've found that sometimes even people that initially I'm the most disagreeable with, if I can have an argument like this where we listen to each other, we're, we're, we're willing to let the data sort of reveal itself and see, we look at it for what it is and we don't distort it. We're willing to listen and to be charitable to each other. We're willing to try to understand the logic of the other side. And then we remember that together, ideally, that we're in a search for truth, that when you can do that, you know what you might find? That together with somebody you initially didn't agree with, you might just be able to aim a little higher. And together, your wings are going to be wider and stronger and broader. And together, you're going to be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter, which is why, you know, we're a great place to start to remember these principles of avoiding straw men arguments at home with your friends, with your family, with your husband, with your wife, with your girlfriend, with your boyfriend, with your kids. Have better discussions with them. Have better arguments with them. Learn to seek truth and then let that be infectious to other people outside of your lives. And if we all can do that, you know what'll happen? All of us together, because we're better communicators, we're better at discussing, we're not turning people into caricatures just so we can be right and win. You know what we'll all find? A little bit more. You know it. You know it. And this ain't no straw man. This is what we all want. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silwan Green. Found a girl and I know she's gonna be.